Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. They do have a game against the Hawks. We will preview that on the next podcast we record on Friday. But I do want to talk about the trade deadline, which is officially three weeks away. And there's one report that the Knicks could be interested in a reunion. So Mark Stein reports that trade talks centered around Knicks forward Cam Reddish have indeed intensified of late. The Mavs, Bucks, and Lakers are all said to be interested in the former lottery pick out of Duke. The Knicks are reportedly looking for second-round compensation in any deal that involves Reddish. And when it comes to the negotiations with the Mavericks, the team is allegedly pursuing Reggie Bullock. So Reggie Bullock, former Nick, played here. He was on that team. He was a starter on a team that had number four, number four seed in 2021. Uh, he has struggled with the Mavericks in signing with them in the offseason of, of 2021. He's shooting just 37% from the field this season and 34% from three. But he has gotten late of, hot of late. He had 18 in the, the uh, Dallas loss to Atlanta on Wednesday. He had a season-high 24 points um, in the Trailblazers' win or Trailblazers' loss on Saturday. So he's starting to play a lot better, even though he's had a miserable season. Sign says Bullock is a Tom Thibodeau favorite, which could – uh, be a reason why Knicks are interested. So, Tommy, uh, would you be on board with the Knicks pursuing Bullock here? I can't get excited about Reggie Bullock. I mean, for one, you know, he's a 31-year-old, 32-year-old guy averaging six points, shooting 38% from the floor, you know, 52% right. effective field goal percentage. Um, and the other thing that really hasn't gotten mentioned a lot, but he's in the second year of a three-year $30 million contract. He's making $10 million this season and $10.5 million the year after uh, next season. Um, Knicks are probably going to be over the cap anyway this summer, so it's not like it crushes their cap space or, you know, that's a, a reason not to add a player. Um, right. 
But, uh, you know, listen, would it make some sense? Sure. Again, as we've talked about, Nick's, you know, he would he would replace a guy like McBride in the rotation, um, give you a little more solid, give you a little more stability on the offensive end of the floor. Um, maybe not quite as good a defender as, as a young McBride at this point, um, but, but Bullock has built a reputation as being a solid wing defender, perimeter defender throughout his career. Um, so he's certainly not a net negative. Um, that's the reason the Mavs have still kept him in the rotation and um, because he still contributes on the defensive end. Um, but again, I would much rather pursue Caruso, um, Malik Beasley, Eric Gordon, those type of players before settling for Bullock. I think they can get Bullock at 259 on trade deadline day if, if they I think the Mavs yeah. would love, you know I think the Mavs would love to get off off Bullock and his money. Um so I think that's something to put on the back burner and something that they can explore if these other you know prime you know target players that in my opinion they should target ahead of Bullock full through. Um that's something they can fall back on. But yeah it just um it wouldn't be a terrible move um you know reddish for Bullock deal but it's it's for, for it's just not something you can get excited about. Yeah Bullock it's 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 interesting to me for a couple of reasons. One, the Knicks need a backup wing. Like I, I've been saying that on this show now for weeks. Like that is something they desperately need. Like the fact that we're seeing so many minutes from RJ quickly and Grimes, essentially because they kind of are rotating the two three spot between just three guys, and they are not going to play Cam Redder. So there needs to be someone else in that spot. And then IQ gets time at the one, so that complicates things even further with that two three spot. So they need another body and. We look, we know Bullock knows the offense. He knows the defense principles. Um, he's been able to perform at in New York City to a decent level. So that stuff I understand to some degree. Bullock has played so terribly this season. Like, I don't think, like, for people who aren't following Dallas, like, and, and those numbers I mentioned I mentioned that weren't all that impressive. I mean, they, they, they shot up because of how he shot recently. I mean, <laughs> that game against the uh, Blazers, I think he shot, like, 8 for 10 from 3. He had like eight threes. He went crazy in that game, um, and then in the game he had against the against the the Hawks on Wednesday night, he had another big game from three. So uh, the three point percentage shot up to thirty four percent. He was shooting around thirty percent, twenty nine percent most of the season. Field goal percentage was sitting around thirty four percent. So he's been he's been an awful basketball player, to be honest. So there's that part of it. We say okay, he's played poorly for the majority of the season. Now he did start slow last season for Dallas and played well late played well in the playoffs so maybe this is kind of just what he's been doing there where he starts slow and he picks it up but as you said he's 32 you said like i mean he's kind of an older player at this point like he just might not be able to, to contribute and produce the way he did in 2021 and he was a decent contributor then but it wasn't like this guy was a star so if he's diminished even a little bit from that player i don't know how much he really brings to the table what i will say though is i don't know how much value cam reddish has so, you know, when they're talking to these teams, I don't know, you know, those teams, the Mavs, Lakers, and Bucks, I mean, none of those teams are uh, in a situation where they can just absorb Camp's contract. So something is coming back. So they didn't mention what the Bucks and Lakers are offering in terms of players, but I can't imagine it's anybody that is going to contribute on the roster. So if those are the three teams that want Cam Reddish and Bullock is the guy that we, the best guy they can get, I say, I guess, why not? But is, is, do I think this is going to make a big difference? Only in the sense that RJ and, and Grimes and those guys won't get, you know, they won't get buried with with a bunch of uh, a time in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, just being outworked and then just being overworked, rather. That they'll give a guy, they'll, there's a guy on the bench that can give them 15, 20 minutes, get a couple of shots and defend some people. That, I think, would be the plus. 
but you're right. Like there, there are other options out there that I think are a lot more attractive than Bullock. And I, I would hope that if they do make a reddish move and this is the move that there is another move on the table where they can get another wing that's a little bit more viable, uh, a little bit more of a, of a threat and a guy that can really boost this uh, bench because they need bench scoring badly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, listen. If you, the I guess the the why not would be, would you rather just have Cam Reddish the rest of the season and let his contract expire, and then you know he signs with another team well, in free agency, and having the ten point five million dude Bullock, yeah. and then you're gonna have to tri- attach second round draft picks to get rid of Bullock should you need yeah. their cap space for whatever reason, whatever you know something happens, um, you know, uh, you know, just or if you could just trade Reddish at the deadline for a second protected second round pick, get that you know w- you know kind of close the chapter and then get a, a future second rounder as opposed to kicking the can down the road and adding salary, um, you know you know that type of thing whereas if you could you know and then and then sign another um because we know players i don't want to say not as good as bullock but there'll be other players that get bought out after the deadline that the knicks could sign and bring That's in for, for depth on the wing yeah and, and for a lot less money and the one thing too is with bullock to remember that to be fair that last year on the contract is i believe partially guaranteed okay i think five million five point four million is guaranteed in 2024 okay so I mean, now would the Knicks would the Knicks cut Bullock on June twenty eighth? I don't know. Like, I don't like. I don't know. Like, we know how much Tibbs love this guy. Like, right, could, right, right. Tibbs convince him to keep him around, maybe. But I mean, even if you do say we'll cut him, all right, you're you're you know, it's five million dollars in dead cap space that you are committing to. Not a, a fortune, but it is something. So there's there's a, there's a lot to weigh there. Um, is again, this is not this would not be my first move. The only the only thing about Bullock too that would concern me a little bit is I think if you're going to get a guy to be that wing or off ball guard off the bench, I think you need somebody that can shot create a little bit. Yes. Like the, like the problem I think the Knicks have is they have too many ducks on offense when it comes to the bench, like OB's a duck because they don't put him in anything except for the corner. Uh, we know when uh, McBride gets the ball, he's a duck. Cause you know, he, he, he's lacking confidence offensively. Um, Harton signs a duck. Uh, Simmons is uh, very athletic, but nonetheless a duck, <laughs> unless he's five feet around the basket. So they need, besides quickly, they don't have anybody that can create their own shot, anybody who can get offense for their own. So if you add Bullock, Bullock is a duck unless he's wide open for a three. Yes. And even then, it's like, I mean, he's been shooting terribly this year. So, like, even that's like now, I don't know what he's giving offensively. So that would be my, my biggest thing. I, I do like that he can defend a little bit. But if you're going to get a guy to be that off-ball guard, somebody else – it needs to be somebody else that can create their own shot. It can't just be those guys out there and RJ is the only guy that can create his own shot or um, or Brunson is the only guy that creates his own shot when they go with the you know four backups and one starter or IQs with with those guys. Like, that can't happen. Like, they need somebody else who can create their own shot. So that would be my my uh, my, my concern with Bullock. Really quickly, though, uh, what do you feel about the the – Knicks in the second round compensation with for Reddish. That sound right to you? Like it seems sounds like they're looking for maybe multiple second round picks. 
a player is worth, you know, and and anything a player is worth what another team's willing to part with to 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 obtain him. And at this stage of the game, I'd be surprised if any team was willing to give more than the two second rounders. So yeah, I think that's probably what Nick fans can expect because it's basically adequate compensation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two second round picks. You know, let's see if they can get two. Um, you know, maybe they only get one, but. At the end of the day, look, this is this is the bed that they made, so they had to buy in it. You know, they they traded for a guy they gave a heavily protected first, um, thinking that they 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 maybe got a steal, and they they've not really given him the opportunity to really kind of you know show if if he could you know surprise people and 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 play at a high level. Though when he has played, he's been very much a mixed bag. So now uh, that value's been. Uh, you know, he's been depressed to a point where this is kind of what you're going to get. And they're going to be teams that are interested because they're teams that can use that kind of length that will be intrigued by that talent. I think the teams like the Lakers, Bucks and Mavs being the teams that are interested in him is like the least surprising thing. Like those are teams that absolutely would take a chance on this guy because, um, you know, the Bucks and Mavericks are teams that are capped out, don't have uh, certain, you know, lower lottery picks. So they're going to take a chance on a, on a young guy who maybe could pop. They'll have his bird right. So if they want to resign him, they should be able to do that. And then they, they they'll take the flyer. You know, and the Lakers, they're desperate for just any any <laughs> any able-bodied breathing six eight <laughs> player <laughs> that, that can that can that can put the ball between his legs. So so they'll take Cam Reddish for sure. So Le- those three teams aren't surprising. LeBron James 32 points last night. The rest of the the the, the rest of the starting lineup combined had 19, I think. Beverly Schroeder. Troy Brown Jr. and Thomas Bryant are where the where the four starters um, that they surrounded LeBron James with. Um, Wayne Gabriel, Juan Toscano, Anderson seen major minutes. It is a shame that what has happened to LeBron and that he's still playing at an incredibly high level and he's playing with a 2007-2008 Cavs team around them. Um, it, it is it is really disappointing because it would be fun to see LeBron make a make a deep playoff push this year. And I, I don't want to bang on the kid because he actually played really well last night, but like. I would watch that Laker game, some of it last night. And, you know, they go to the bench, and I see Max Christie come out there, and I'm like, what are we doing here? And, again, it's not against Max Christie because people who know me with my draft comment, my draft evaluation, I actually really like Max Christie a lot. But he is so raw and so young, and he looks so young. Like, he looks like a child. He goes out there, and, like, the first play, you know, Russ does something wild, and then he throws to Christie, and, you know, Christie doesn't know what to do. He like some crazy floater goes off the backboard i'm just like and he ended up having to really give me at 12 points after that but that was like his first play in the second quarter i'm like oh my god what, what are they doing oh uh this is these are the guys that are playing with the guy lebron james 30 years old trying to complete his legacy and you know uh young max christie who is a development kind of player is playing 27 minutes in a game against uh, a playoff team in the games i mean yeah what's happening with the lakers is just mess it's kind of yeah it's kind of uh, incomprehensible